Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Thank you for having another listen, guys. Just before we get into the show, just want to talk to you about our new sponsor that's come on board, Books and Gifts Direct. Books and Gifts Direct is Australia's largest direct seller of books and gifts. They sell their products in lunchrooms, reception desks, and they are in more than 25,000 workplaces in Australia. Their books and gifts sell up to 70% off recommended retail price, and as the largest direct seller of books and gifts across Australia, they have a strong buying power, and without the overheads of a shop front, they can afford to pass on significant savings. So guys, if you want to take a look at this, the link will be below in the description, but guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. On today's episode, special guest in the building, got Mossy, coming back from another episode. We're talking about the NRL Grand Final Review. Everything that happens with the NRL Grand Final Review. So, guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. For another episode. How good was that? How good was the weekend? How good was it? It was cracker. It was cracker. Man. It's been 18 years since we won one, and the history repeats itself again. Have to lose one to win one as usual. Couldn't but, uh, have been better timing, too. Uh, long weekend. Right. It was so... I didn't even know it was a long weekend to start with. But how fucking good was it? Fuck. No, nah, it was cracker. It was cracker. So many fucking... So many good moments. Um, I'm sure... Uh, Quite a few people got belted up there. Oh, right. <laughs> Western Sydney was going off. Yeah. I don't know. Because I still live... I live in Quake City. It was like 10, 15 minutes. I was here in Sirens. Yeah. And no, car fucking signals and everything. crazy. But yeah, we'll get into the actual game of it. Obviously, we're both Penrith fans. And at the end of the day, it's going to be a lot of biasism. But if you don't like that, get fucked. At the end of the day. But yeah, no, nah, fucking... NRL review. I mean, starting with the intensity of the game. Like, from the get-go, the intensity and just the, the sheer speed of it was very fast. I thought it was... Apart from the Penrith Storm game, it was the fastest game in finals. Yeah. Like, I thought it was so quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially, well, just backing it up, going from the game with Parra was probably the game of the year, and then going backing it up against Melbourne. Yeah. And then, you know, we normally, I think we normally like to kick off and then set the tone on the defensive end. Yeah, but 100%. I think we received, and um, yeah, it was from the get-go, it was, it was so quick. It was a um, real physical game, as we thought it would be, and yeah, it turned out... Treat. Yeah, well, I just think, like, from the get-go, that intensity, right? Like, I think because because our forwards can lay such a great foundation and a platform, it just gives Nathan so much more extra time to kick and think about what he wants to kick. And for me, I don't think he realised that, like, the more he kept kicking to Jackson Paulo was the actual option we, we got to get successful. And I think the first couple of kicks he did, he put them up just so he can get them so he can push him back into the end goal. Yeah. And I think those repeat sets, it's not like, the thing is with South, it's, it, it didn't beat him in the first 20, 30 minutes, but it got him in the back end. Yeah. It got him in the back end. It just got him to keep going and going and going. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of the thing, isn't it? It's yeah, those absolutely. kind of kicks and um, forcing repeat sets. It's, you know, tire out the other team, keep the pace up, and, you know, they'll run out of energy, and then that's when they uh, things start to open up, and then that's pretty much what happened, wasn't and it? it? And it led to the first try we got with, with uh, Matty Burton, and I just think, from what, just watching it straight away, it looked too easy. It looked like it was too easy. Yeah. I thought, you know, they're going to call it back up for an obstruction. But Campbell Green just, not Campbell Green, Campbell Graham just popped up. He just made a decision. Yeah, he dug in too and Liam much. Martin, Liam Martin, if he ran it, and if Campbell Graham fell, obstruction. That's a fact. But he didn't fall. He stood his ground and fucking Burton straight away cleaned. No, I think it was Reynolds. He ran up. Well, it was, it was between Reynolds. them. Yeah. Between them, right? Anyway, he ran uh, Reynolds or Graham, whatever one. 
And then he got that line. He, I don't know, but it reminded me of the first three, four rounds. I don't know what it was, but when Matt Burton hit a line where he just sliced straight through and he hit a try, I don't know yeah. if it was against it. might have been against the Roosters or someone. But it was he, probably the Roosters. He carves against but the Roosters. He, but he ran that line so well. like It's like he caught, caught it straight and then in the same way moves to the left or right. Yeah. I, I thought that was outstanding. I thought Matt Burton, I thought, geez, there were so many players that could have got Clive Church. I think he was definitely in the mix of it. Yeah, I've heard a whole lot of mixed things. Like, I was pretty happy with Cleary getting it, but then someone else was saying Dylan Edwards playing really good. I thought Dylan Edwards could have, I thought Dylan Edwards probably should have got it. So. But, like, then you look at the other side, Cleary, his right foot won us the grand final. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, I don't think there's anyone in the game that has a better, better kicking game than him. No, absolutely. And then, you know, once we got that try, I think it, it just it just laid that setting down. And I think, you know, we didn't, we didn't score a lot of points, obviously, but, you know, we're, we're able, a six-point lead for us, it's kind of like a 12 to 14 point lead for other teams. And I think we're just so good at, you know, controlling the lead. But then Cody Walker comes out of nowhere. And, you know, the, the individual try he had was probably one of the best tries in the grand final. It was the best try in the grand final. Yeah. I think, you know, when, when watching South, I thought they were more dangerous out of that 40 to 50 metre mark than they were in the 20 to 30. Because they didn't really get any opportunities in the 20 to 30. The yeah. one opportunity they got, they scored. But I don't know. I just thought that when South had the ball, had a bit more room. They had a bit more room, but they looked more dangerous with the ball. That, that like that, that's that's just my opinion. Like they looked like they wanted to they like they could they could score. They were the team that looked more threatening than any other Penrith team they versed. Like they versed Paramount and Melbourne and South looked like they could put more points on. And they did. They put more points on both of those teams combined. You know, Paramount only scored six like, like yeah, combined they scored twelve points South and then what's his name? Parents Melbourne only scored twelve points to combine. So I just saw it showed me like how fucking dominant South's offense was, but their defense coming from two, two months ago, mate, they would have gotten belted by Penrith if they played like this. Yeah, belted, belted. So I think with South's with the the way they play defensively, I don't think it's going to get talked about as much as it should, because if they don't invest any other team against Penrith, I think they beat they probably beat Melbourne, they'd beat Parramatta. Anyone would beat Parramatta. You know, so like they fucking they probably, gonna rub a lot of people the wrong oh, way. <laughs> Pretenders, an average Penrith beat a good Parramatta. That's a fact, isn't it? What did um your mate Barnsley say? Oh, three things that are certain in life. Three things: death, taxes, and Parramatta not winning a cop. <laughs> Being local, eliminated from the local, final. Yeah, the local <laughs> sex festival from Pewtown likes that. But yeah, no, fucking going back. Like I thought, South defense was really, really good. But I think the game changer, the game changer was. Was Appy Coruscant getting that two points? So when so when we um when Penrith had that little you know go forward and it was at the ten to twelve meter mark when Jairo interfered and the played a ball and he knew it was basically a dead play yeah so he just went he tried yeah. to go for a scoot tried to go for a try yeah I don't know if you've seen a free frame but when Appy the penalty um penalty got um, blown he just looked at the South defense and just smiled at him because yeah. he knew it was two, yeah. two cheap points and that's just why I think Penrith got Souths more in the mental game too. Yeah, like they they thought about how they're going to win the process. Yeah, and Isaiah Yo said it at the post game. He said we just stuck to our process. We didn't care about what the score was. And I yeah. think that that shows you how determined they were to win. And I don't know, like just with processes, they could have easily just tried to go for the quick play. Like we saw Luai when I think someone had a break. I don't know who it was, but he kicked it straight out to Momorowski. And like it wasn't a bad, yeah, but like, something you could just take yourself, you know. Yeah, what I mean? just like, like just dummy and just take the line yourself. Like yeah. that's your opportunity to take it. But like, yeah. I don't know. I just think that like that that if they if 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 it hits Momorowski and he can draw in, could just go out away for a try. Yeah. So I think you know it's 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 just the way you got to think about it. But yeah, I thought South's defense was really really good. 
Their attack was the best. I thought they were a better attacking team. Yeah, um, what I said, as predictable look, as it is, they are. Yeah, yeah they, they look very they're dangerous. They're always going to go left, but they were more they're more damaging than Penrith. I thought. Well, they weren't clearly. <laughs> no, the ball. Like this is the thing. South said, "Like I don't care that South lost. I like that they lost, obviously, but they had two opportunities to score. They had one opportunity to score in our twenty meter mark, and they did it. They scored. You know, so they were able to ice the opportunities, and then I just thought that." You know that that try, I thought that if it, the if the game, if if Reynolds iced either a field goal or the the, the conversion, do you reckon South would have won if it goes to extra time? No, uh, I think no, still no. But the, I don't momentum, know. They just had, all the momentum was with them. Yeah, but like it, that, they had the momentum for the last bit of the game, but like that shifts very easily, especially when you have it for that period of time. Mm. Um, you know, and it, especially going into like extra time, I don't know they just looked gas for a lot of that game. Yeah, I think that they they couldn't they couldn't lay down a platform. Yeah, they couldn't lay down a platform, and then, yeah, and that's credit to like Penrith's defense. Credit, you know, credit they just wear you out every time you you're trying to bring thing, it out. Of every your line. time, every time that they are that they freaking tackled them, they picked them up on the first half. They picked up Taff, and Taff. Oh, look, I think Taff's going to be a good player, but he didn't think about it. He's running sideways and getting hit. They can just pick him up and just pull him back ten meters. He's got to get hit, or he's just got to go down, down straight away once he gets hit. Yeah, you got to find like, your front. Like you can't, you can't get fucking, you can't get pulled around. And I think that showed with a bit of experience with him. Mm. I think Jackson Paulo too, a little bit of experience. Carlos was messaging me, and he hated all these. I'm a big fan of Jackson Paulo. He said he said he did a couple <laughs> of times where he crosses the game, but you know that inexperience of catching the ball on the sideline and then not going straight down, yeah. like he stood up and Burton could just pull him off to the sideline. Yeah, like but those, in saying that, that's credit to clear his kicking again. Yeah, he put like it he, right on the money, and then you know, even if you went down, he still could have got dragged over. So he wasn't really put in a position to do much there, was he? No, nah, and I, I listened to a bit of the Blake on Bass podcast yesterday. I don't know if you saw it, but I didn't see it because you couldn't you couldn't really get a bird's eye view. But he said when Penrith, you know, when Dylan, when they kicked it to Penrith, Steve offense, Dylan Edwards and Brian Toto, what the Penrith forwards did, it was at the twenty meter mark. If they got tackled first tackle, they just stayed at the 40-meter mark and they let their backs do runs because that way it gives them the rest. Yeah. And then I think that 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 tactic really worked for us because you look at it, Fish was cooked, Leota was cooked. Who was the other one? Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards foot. was cooked and then Toto was real bad. Like They, they, were all, they all shouldn't have played. Yeah. And, and um, Scotty Sorensen, they all shouldn't have played. So it just gives them those three out of the five time to get back and just time to set on their defence. I just think Cleary's kicking game, like we'll talk about now, is it the best kicking game in a grand final in recent memory? Yeah. I can't can't remember someone who basically kicked the team to death. Yeah. Like off the top of my head, like there's no one that I think, think off the top of my head, like obviously a Cooper Cronk would have had one, would have had one game where he kicked the team to death. Mm. But I don't know, I just think that he just, every time he got the ball, and it's funny, South never pressured him. Every time he got the ball, it, yeah, they did a couple times, but it's still like it didn't really. The they've done it once really good, and it forced him out of a kick. He had to pass out of it. Yeah, and um, I think Tyron May ended up putting his stuff and a bit of forward spin on one of the kicks. Yeah, like <laughs> just yeah, Tyron May. Like I don't know, I don't know what to say about him. It's just that was tough. It's tough to watch. It's tough to watch him sometimes. And look, he's probably he's obviously got to be a good bloke, but like fuck. I can drop a, I I can drop a ball in front of thirty nine thousand people. I can do that. I can do that. Like, nah. Full credit to him. Obviously, he's a, he's a champion, and obviously he must be. He, he does. 
he does do things well on the field. I just don't know what he does for on the field. <laughs> but no, I'm just joking. No, he hey, mate, he's the, I think he's the MVP right now and partying up in the fucking Sunshine Coast. It's like he's having a fucking great time. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine you win the comp and then you basically, like, you just hire out a whole bar and you just anything you want. Yeah. Like, imagine that. Imagine that. Like the Giannis, they went to Vegas. Imagine how good that would be. Yeah, no, it's stupid. I, I wouldn't know about it, but it's stupid. Go away, <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that Penrith's injury told like it just. I couldn't believe how bad. Like I didn't know Dylan had a broken foot. Yeah, like a broken foot. Like he was walking around in a um in a moon boot. Moon boot, yeah. He didn't train. He never trained throughout the first since the first Rabbits game to and to, he never trained. Like so, he trained. He basically trained once a week playing the game. Really, like that. That for me, if that. That doesn't warrant. He he has to get a fucking award at Penrith at the season. He'd have to most courageous or courage. And Claes with the with the cook shoulder, like that's worse than what people think. Like he's only going to get surgery. still going to get surgery. Yeah, he's going to get surgery. He'll be out for four to six months. Mm. Perfect timing because it's the the off season. But still, he'll be out for four to six months. And, what, and I think Penrith next season at the start of the season, we won't win as many games. We might drop a couple, but like it's just it's amazing how they did. And I just think that. Ranking of hardest grand finals from recent memory, I think 2015 North Queensland, and this one is like the hardest I've seen because they had to go and do it the hard way. Doing the hard way, and it's not only going the hard way, but versing fucking we versed, the likes of we versed, Melbourne. We versed, the, we versed Melbourne and South. Or even just like, that's probably the best Paris played, to be honest, like in, in finals footy. The, the, the only other game they played good against was Melbourne when they beat Melbourne. Yeah. So that's the best game they probably played. But he's saying that. That's the if that's the best Parramatta can do, and they scored and the try they scored was lucky. Like I don't really care what anybody says, it was a bomb. Still, Nevers didn't want to take it. If he takes it, you know, you, it's not a try. You'd rather, yeah, at least a knock on. It would have been better than like Parramatta. Just, like, it doesn't it doesn't shock me that Parramatta got trumped. But like in saying that, I think it was the hardest premiership I've seen to date, and that's not even because of a penalty, but just like. The intensity of all the games they played. The intensity, the speed, the battling through injuries versus the top teams. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't think. I couldn't think of anything worse than running at fucking Nelson or Soft Solomona. Like, <laughs> go away. And then you run at Tom Burgess, and then Paramount doesn't have any like even running at um, Campbell Graham. Far yeah. out, that dude's a machine. He's a big boy, Campbell Graham. Like, he's nah, like, he's not. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, who am I thinking of? Murray, Cameron Murray. Cameron Murray. Cameron Murray. He was knocked out in the game. I don't care what <laughs> anyone says. He was knocked out. Like, and, and then Jai Arrow was knocked out too. And then, um, what's his name? Dane Gagai. Gagai, they, yeah. Gagai and, and Cameron Murray, they shouldn't have been able to come back on. I don't care what anyone says. Of course they're going to pass in grand final. And at the end of the day, if they did it to Penrith, I wouldn't care. As long as you get the win. Yeah. But they were fucking cooked. Yeah. And like, I just thought they're like, fucking. No, yeah. Murray, he's a, stuff, he's a machine. He's a workhorse. He's just stuff in... You know, like, he just defends his ass off. He doesn't, you know, he runs good lines. Because whenever, yeah. whenever you watch Souths, like, because he's not offensive for, like, a machine, like, he doesn't really, like, offensively get for anything, you don't really recognise what he does on the field. It's kind of like Isaiah Yo. Like, now people are talking more about Yo because of his ball playing. Mm-hmm. The work he gets through, the, the, the structure he sets, like, he's the probably one of their best talkers. Like, Murray, because you always look at it, Cody Walker, Reynolds, and then if you have Latrell on the field, they're going to get the accolades. Yeah. Cameron Murray sets the platform. Yeah. He tells the forwards where to go. He does all the work. Yeah. And I think for him, if like... As well as um, Damien Cook. Yeah. If like yeah. If, you, if you were to build a, a ultimate starting 13 from both Penrith and South, 
you'd have to have Murray in there at somewhere. Yeah. At some point, like either second row or lock, you'd have to have him somewhere because he's just that brilliant. Like he's that good. And then like, for was it Freddie and Brandy love him? And they picked him for Origin. Like he, he was playing lock this season. They picked him on the second row because he you knows he's just going to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a player that you know at the end of the day he'll get it done. Yeah, no, he's someone you definitely want on your team. Even though he's a fucking rabbit, like you still want to take. But no, I just think that like they they did so good, and then like the only thing for me is where where do they go now? Where where do Souths go now? Because they're losing Reynolds, they're losing Gay Guy, they're losing Jaden Sewer. Um, I don't I don't know if they're losing anyone else, but that's three players that are pretty pretty it's integral some to of their the main team. Players, yeah. Well, Reynolds is their main kicker and goal kicker. Then you got Gay Guy, who's their strike center, and then you got fucking what's his name. Uh, Jaden Sewer, who's who's become a real decent defender and has played Origin, so that's three players that you can't really just replace. What do you reckon South's going to go now? Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, it's there's a few teams that you know, like you thought were going to be garbage at the start of the year, and they end up doing a ride. And yeah. you know, it's it's hard to say. Like, I think still haven't they? They put a lot of. Oh, um, they lost Wayne Bennett too, obviously. Yeah, of course, and, and that's then, a big part and of Benji it. Marshall's retiring today too. Um, that might be breaking news. Or I don't know. Yeah, um, they put a lot of confidence in um, Cody Walker, don't they? They're, like, they're looking to build around him a lot. Well, this um, is the thing. This is what I understand. They're going to offer Cody Walker a three-year extension, but they didn't want to give it to Adam Reynolds because they thought of his age or deteriorate. They're the same age. And obviously, Cody Walker's probably better, and he can probably last a bit longer because he's a bit bigger and stronger. But I don't understand it. Because I don't think Cody Walker's going to be half... Well, he'll be good, but I don't think he's going to be as good as what he's going to be without Adam Reynolds. Because mm. he, he he lets Cody just be Cody and do what he wants. Like, he lets Cody go out at the back and just sweep and just play footy. Yeah, it's kind of like similar to Penrith, you know? Absolutely. Like, Jerome is like a freak, but when Cleary's not there, it's a completely different player. Like, he, like and obviously they have a plan, and it must be by Taff. They, they must think he's going to be a really good player from the get-go. And I think he's a good player, and you're, you're high on him. But I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure why they let Reynolds go. I would have given him whatever he wanted. Yeah. Like, maybe not whatever he wanted. Especially, but like, him. a loyalty thing as well. You know plus what I mean? He, plus, he, he, he's a junior, so he gets benefits. Because if you have juniors in your team, you, the, like, there's a, I don't know what the rule is, but the rule is, like, the club plays, like, the club or the NRL pays a certain part of it because they like keeping juniors in. And I just don't get it. I honestly don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand it. And then, you know, losing Dan Gago, I think he can be replaceable because... It just looks like, like I think Dago Dago's a good player, but he's obviously a player that plays better when he's with better people. Like everyone's like Origin Gago is like the best Gago, Gago whatever he's not whatever he pronounces his last name. But like I think he can be replaceable because sometimes in games you can forget he's there. Like in a sense, like yeah, he can go missing a little bit, but like yeah. every time he like runs the ball, he's always strong with the ball. He's always yeah. hard to put down. He's always you know throwing offloads and he defends intent. really well. Yeah. But, yeah, if he doesn't get involved enough, he does go a bit, you know, a bit quiet. Yeah, and I just think, like, the biggest loss for them, obviously, I think it's Reynolds, but Wayne Bennett, like, I don't know, like, this new, the new coach, Jason Demetrio, he's been with Wayne Bennett for 10 years, something like that, and he obviously wants to have his opportunity, but, geez, I'm not too sure, like, I think it's a it's a big loss losing Wayne Bennett. It's yeah. a big loss, to, because at the end of the day, I think, Craig, like, if I wanted to be coaching a season by someone, it'd probably be, if and I wanted to learn how to play footy, It'd be Craig Bellamy, like Craig Bellamy would be. But if I wanted a coach that I knew would always, you know, have my back, it'd probably be Wayne. Like, Wayne is just a player that everyone wants to play with. And I don't know, like, it's kind of like BMAC for us when we played basketball. Like, you just want to play for him. You just want to do your best for him. And I think that lo- that loss is going gonna, 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 
I don't think it will affect people, but it's going to show, you know, if, if South don't get off to a good start next season, you know, people are going to be like, was it the right decision to let Wayne go, this and that? And I just think, I'm not too sure with what they're going to do, but... What's he doing now? Is he coaching the new Brisbane team? Or? Well, well that's, the, that's, that's the big rumour in mail, but like at the end of the day, I don't think the, the, the new team's set in stone yet. I think they've got to pass some things and get something doing because I think they want them to come in and not just be like a, sh- a bottom-feeding team. Like yeah. They don't want them to come in and be dormant for three years, and I don't think Wayne would take the role if they're going to be dormant. Like I think they want them to kind of be like... You got like um, South East Melbourne Phoenix in the NBL. Like they came in and they'll they'll kind of competitive from the get go. You know they didn't make the top four the first year, but this year they're in the top four and they're competitive and they're having a go. And like they've got like a big acquisition in Mitch Creek, you know. So I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get like a big acquisition. And I thought it was going to be Cameron Munster, but I don't think it's going to be Cameron Munster anymore. Just looking at all the all the fines and the the shit of punishment he got. Munster, yeah. Ah no, he got a hundred thousand dollar fine. Hundred k. Hundred k. 100k fine, he got... Yikes. Oh, I'll get it up because, <laughs> I'll get it up because it, it, is, it, wow. is, it is outrageous. How much is he on a year? I don't know. I don't know. He's probably seven, eight hundred at least. Like, he's a, he's a good player. <laughs> he's a pretty good player. 100k. 100k. Where was it? Uh, That's tough. That's tough. Wait. It said... Yeah, I heard he's um. They're looking at letting him go somewhere. I heard so. I heard that somewhere. Yeah, well, they well, could be this, wrong. The thing was, they wanted to let him go to. They wanted to let him go, but they technically they didn't want to let him go. They wanted to sack him. So, but what they wanted to do for some reason was is that to do with like money? Yeah, so it was, no, not even that. They just had they just had enough of what he was doing. Like they just had the shits with him being fucking stupid and shit. Like they just like, oh, we don't like what he's doing, and we think he's like putting our our club, you know, a bit a lower and. This is this is uh this is what I've seen on social. This is what I've seen. It's a Cameron Munster hundred thousand dollars fine suspension, additional behavioural conditions as part of a, as part of a disciplinary action agreement. Stood down from the senior leadership group. Will enter a four week rehab program. Will abstain from alcohol for a period of twelve months, so a year. Right. Consultation with club medical team and health professionals to individualise a comprehensive ongoing welfare program. Is that so? If he breaks that, you can you just sack from the team, pretty much. Yeah, I think the I think like the craziest one. Is that, Far uh, out. I think the craziest one is the twelve months. Yeah, month. like he hasn't really, he hasn't really done anything terrible. Like if you ask me, like he hasn't really like been fucking stupid in the media. Like he hasn't really like done anything dumb. Like apart from this, like obviously you know doing doing whatever he did. Like at the end of the day, it's still not. Yeah, it's not. Sorry, I put a quotation. Mark. It's not. Um, it's not proven that it was cocaine or anything. But fuck, you know, yeah. you, can put, you put a fucking. It's it's shot. yeah. It's hard because like yeah. No. At the end of the day, this is the way I look. I think someone. I think Campy said it. He said, "Mate, fucking." At the end of the day, like they've been in a bubble for two years. They haven't been living normally for two years, and they've all they've been doing is playing footy and then staying with all these people. It'd be so tough. It'd be tough, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking. Warrant what they did because I don't think I think it was a stupid, but like you don't you don't do fucking cocaine in front of fucking randoms because apparently they met these guys on the street and they said oh if you want to do some cocaine we got it for you, and they fucking came up and they fucking filmed them like fuck, yeah. you know, like you just don't do that shit yeah like it obviously that look it's prevalent footy boys you know in, in any sport they like get they like having fun and they'll do whatever they want to do but fuck just think about it like if you're gonna do something <laughs> do it smartly. 
Like yeah, Barnsley if you're going to do something like that, have like, some wits like, about like, you. Like, <laughs> like, like, said, look, at the end of the day, let the boys play six again. But, like, fuck, just do it in a certain area. And I just think it's crazy. And then um, Brady Smith got $30,000 fine. So, like, all this, like, the money for them, I don't think is the worst part. Like, why? obviously from I didn't, stuff, s- I didn't see the video, but why is there such a big difference between the fines? It's because Munster, like, it's... Is that because he's in the leadership group? Bigger name? Well, Brady Smith was in the leadership group too, which is weird. Because like obviously he's getting a thirty thousand dollar fine compared to a hundred, but I think seventy k difference. That's yeah. fucked. Cameron, well, Cameron Smith, Cameron Munster. I think because he he well he fought Ben Hunt in a fucking in the Australian Kangaroos camp and he got stood down from the Kangaroos and then in Queensland Origin camp he broke he broke out of training and went to get on the piss. So I think those prior engagements Melbourne didn't like, so they fucking put a big one on him. And but I think it, it's basically it, Melbourne's like if you fuck up you're gone. So like fuck. And that's the thing. Like Melbourne don't usually do trying that. to make an example out of him. Sort like of Melbourne thing. don't usually do that. So I think either Munster, Munster's either going to fucking put up, or he's just going to fucking, or he'll unfortunately break it and he'll go and play for Brisbane. Because if he plays for Brisbane, Wayne coaches, he's the marquee player now, and he wants to go play. He said he's always said he wants to go play in Queensland. So it's in based in the Sunshine Coast, closer to Rockhampton. It's kind of like a match made in heaven, really. But twelve months, I think, I think, fuck, that will be tough for him. Because <laughs> anyone after, after a game, after a game, everyone's having a beer. You can't have one, you know. Like, yeah, like or say they win, a, say they win the grand final next year. He can't have, a, he can't have alcohol. You know, like what the fuck is that? Like, what he can't even have a beer to celebrate? Like, I don't know. Get I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but like, it's stupid. Like, I don't think that really. Well, I think it. I think they actually look at it performance wise. It's going to make him a better player. Because if he's not on the alcohol, what's he really putting bad into his body apart from his diet? Like, well, cause, cause they all they're all eat well. <laughs> well, in season, in season, obviously, but apart, obviously, you know, like they, they all have pretty decent diets, obviously, like because and because they're all living with each other, they can't go out and get macros. They can't go out and get some bad shit food. You know what I mean? So they're all probably eating, you know, pretty clean and you healthy. Got to get on that KFC diet. The colonial. What's your go-to colonial? <laughs> oh shit! Now nah, I've got a, I've got a few different ones. You know, everyone gets a zinger box. Add supercharged sauce to the burger. So I'll put pepper mayo on it. Pepper mayo is kiddies. The pepper mayo is good there. Yeah, or I get like a um, like a twister box. Add supercharged to the twister, no tomato. Yeah, I'm not big on fucking twisters. If I want to, if I want to wrap, well, I've got to get a burrito from Mad Max or something. <laughs> They're kiddies. <laughs> that doesn't count. How do you mean? A burrito a and a wrap. It's a wrap, right? Technically, <laughs> it's a tortilla wrap, isn't it? Correct. Uh, all right, carry on. <laughs> yeah, that was true. Yeah, I just need fucking monster. That's a massive fucking... Imagine that 100k gone. Yeah, no, that's hey, messed up. I don't know what they're going to do if it's Storm. They might make him donate it. I reckon that's what they should do, make him donate it to someone. But don't just let it fucking be dead money that NRL has. Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. 100k. It's not worth it, eh? Nah, nah not, not even not slightly. Not like even now, slightly. Now he's basically on a watch. If he fucks up once, he's gone. Like, at the end of the day, they can't, they can't be if him. For his career. So if at Christmas time he has a beer and a photo gets out, he has a beer, he's fucked. Yeah. He is fucked. Yeah, he's on thin ice, isn't he? He's strife. He's done. So I just think it's crazy. That's obviously a tangent there, but yeah, now with South, so I just think it's it's gotta be hard for him to come. I don't know if they'll make a grand final again in a while, just based on the fact that they're gonna have to blood some juniors and they're yeah. gonna have to get back this into it. This year is like their best, best like I think I don't know what juniors they've got coming through, but they got tough. I don't know what back Backline juniors they have. Do you reckon they'll slot him to the half? Because that's his position, isn't it? Well, you look at it, he's not going to keep the troll out of fullback. Yeah. You know, so I think the other, 
the only position, like he's going to be guaranteed in the 17. Like the worst comes to the worst, he'll be a 14. You know, and he'd be a pretty good 14 because he'd come in yeah. and zing. He'd be pretty fast. But I just think he'd have to be halfback. Because who's their halfback now? Mm. What, Anthony Milford? You're going to play Milford there? Like, I think Milford and, and Cody Milford, Walker. Milford's going there. He's going there, yeah. Okay. I don't think Cody Walker and Milford as a half combination would suit. Just because who's the game manager there? Yeah, they're who's both the sort of like rhythm players, aren't they? Has to get... Like, like if Anthony Milford stayed at the Broncos and he had Adam Reynolds, I think Milford would go back to pretty good form because he wouldn't have to do as much work. Or if he had a Nathan Cleary with him, like a, a game organising halfback says, Milf, I'm going to get you the ball here on this tackle. This is where is your opportunity. You yeah. know, like instead of him having to think about when his opportunity is going to come, like he knows it's going to come. He, yeah, he's more just a spark and it's not yeah. the creator and then like creator Luai, spark. Like Luai started the year, I kind of knew when he was going to get the ball and that's when he could have his opportunity and go. Yeah. And like, I just think that that's good. that would be much better. Like, obviously, Taff has to be a pretty good organiser if they're going to let Reynolds go. And I think he's definitely going to be – I think he'd be he'd be halfback and then I think they'd put Milford at 14. I think Milford could be pretty good at 14. I reckon he'd be all right. Like he kind of go around in the in the ruck, just be a little fast body, kind of like um, when Pappenhausen first came into the league. Like he just came through and just zipped through. I think it could be a decent opportunity for him. And then I'd rather play in South Sydney than go play in England. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. play in South Sydney. I'd rather take a bit of a pay cut and play in, still play in Australia – Still, like, have a basically pretty good lifestyle. Like, South Sydney, like, you can go live in Coogee area. Or you can live, you know, fucking somewhere in Alexandria. It's not too bad. But, yeah, I just think that South, I think, I wouldn't write, I wouldn't write a fucking pen for them, but I think it's going to be interesting to see what that would be like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've still got some good pieces, but, yeah, it's not really, they're not really, like, a cohesive. They don't no. seem like a cohesive, sort of. No, I think. It doesn't seem like they will be losing Reynolds. And I think, you know, they're making the grand final this year. It's a successful season. Because at the start of it, like... Yeah, it's a win. Like, during that's the season, how they started. Well, to be able to be two points away from winning the grand final against Penrith, who b- beat Melbourne, who beat Parramatta, who beat, you know, some pretty good teams. Without Latrell, too. Like, if they had Latrell, they win the comp, I think. They win, the, they beat Penrith. Because I just think Latrell would just be, be too much damaging for them. I just think it's that it's that good. Yeah. Yeah, well, especially, like... Close to close to the line, Latrell, when he's close to anyone's line. Like, he's, like how are you going to stop him? He's, like, a, he's a, yeah, a freak. He's fucking nuts. Like, I think he's probably, I think he's probably the best player in the league, and that could be, that can be he stayed there or there. But I think he's just done it for too much for so long. Like, you look at the South Sydney teams, man. He, oh, no, the Sydney Roosters teams, he was fucking special for them, and he he kind of got he got him out of the hole in the grand final against Melbourne. He dominated Will Chambers. He yeah. dominated Will Chambers. Yep. And then the season after, like, he had some great moments. So I think he, I think he was the best player in Origin. I thought he was better than Turbo. I think he definitely was. And I think it was, it was, it was, it was a crime that he didn't get the fucking um, player's player. Yeah, in any but, of the games. Like, obviously Turbo had some good games. Like, I'll give it to him. But fuck. Latrell, consistent over three games, he didn't fuck up once. No. He didn't fuck up once. And, yeah, he was consistently the top. And you got to think about it, He's been playing fullback now. He has to go back to playing centre. Obviously, it's probably... He's a better centre than he is fullback, probably. But that's a different change. He's had to play different games. And he hasn't played in that front line for two years, but defensively. Mm. And he took the he took an intercept, got us a bit of a meat pie. He was running the tready for a couple of metres there, but fuck, he still got us to try. <laughs> I, I think he was he was a massive loss. But yeah, obviously obviously it was a successful season for Souths. I don't really care what anybody says. Yeah. Now we'll move on. Can Penrith... This is, this is, this is my, my opinion. Like, and like we saw on... Media said they said, "Well, this is the start of a dynasty with Penrith. They, they're losing. They're going to lose Kate Wall and they're going to lose Burton, who are two pretty big losses. 
like in their starting thirteen. Yeah, but I don't think they lose anybody else within that seventeen. And depending on what happens with Kikau, he might leave too because if he gets a big money contract, I think you know it's, if you kind of you won the comp, you can kind of you know leave. If they lose all these players, where do you see? Do you think Penrith could still build a dynasty? Yeah, well, I mean, like they've got a lot of like good pieces behind them. Like that Spencer Linyu, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't get a lot of minutes, but he's he's a freak when he comes on. Like I feel like there's the positions that are leaving. I feel like they aren't too crucial. I feel like um, like still got Cleary, still got Fisher, still there. We still, still got Happy Corusau. is underrated. We still got so all our much. foundation players. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, uh, to be honest, I thought Corusau was probably the best hooker this year. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because everybody thinks Grant. Oh, actually, I think Brandon Smith was pretty good, but I think. But he played a shared role, didn't he? That's the thing. So he didn't have to play as many minutes as Corusau. And then you know what happened with Coruscant during the middle of the season. You know that, that could have taken an effect on him and put him in a downward spiral. But he he didn't really seem like it affected him on the field. Yeah, he chipped away. Fucking, I don't. There's not many hookers that size that can defend like him. No, nah, he's tiny. He's Nothing not gets big. past him. He's not big at all. I don't care what anyone says. And usually you'd think because he's a small hooker, he'd probably get head knocks because he's not very big. You know the way he tackles. Yeah, Man, he doesn't make a wrong. He doesn't really make a wrong decision, Nappy ever. Yeah. And I think last week against Melbourne showed how good he was because he, he got their markers. He just pinned them. He just went yeah. bang. And sometimes in the grand final, he pinned his markers. And he basically got us that two points to give us a bit of um, breathing room. So I think, yeah, I think he's definitely a top five hooker in the league at least. But I still think that Damien Cook's a pretty good hooker. I still... Yeah, oh, Damien, when he's at his best, Damien yeah. Cook, I think, is the best hooker in the game. I think he's game. still a really good hooker. He's been a bit quiet in the past, but I still think he's, like, in the past couple of He was of very months. quiet before, up yeah. until before finals. Just, or up until Origin, he yeah, was but very I just, quiet. I don't, I, don't, I don't buy into that. Like, if there was an Australian team, you've got to pick a hooker now, I'm still picking Damien Cook. Yeah, like, he's, consistent. he's consistent. He's uh, consistent. Harry Green can't go for 80 minutes. That's a problem. Yeah. Right? And I think he could leave too. He could go up and play with Brisbane. He could go play with the new team if that comes through. Brian Smith doesn't play eighty minutes at hooker. He plays at lock too, and then you go, and then you look at it. Appy is the, and Cook are the only two hookers that play consistently eighty minutes. Yeah. So I think you, I think you have a good case for it. Obviously, now that he's on a premiership, it's a massive case. But the only problem is he will never play Origin again. Carousel. Yeah. He will yeah. never Play Origin again, and that's and what and like what happens if he is the best fucking hooker next season and he is just dominating? You you're not going to pick him like. Yeah, I know he fucked up, but fuck. I don't think New South Wales can rob him and rob New South Wales. Because what happened, Annie got with a bird. Yeah, and he, brought, he broke COVID, so he brought her into the hotel. So, like, if, say, she had COVID and then he came through and he got COVID, every yeah, New yeah. South Wales player would have got COVID and could have, put the, could have pulled down the whole NRL. Yeah. So it is obviously pretty bad, but, like, obviously he, he's learnt from it. And I just don't think you can rob him from being an origin player. If he, if he's well, even that little bit he played, he he scored that try. He created he a big spark. Man, he was fast, dynamic, and I, I thought they should have kept him on for the last ten minutes. Yeah, because that way, at least you got strike, and then you can give Damian Cook, you can put Appy or Damian Cook as a bit of a lock player, and then you can just get him to go. Like, imagine you have Damian Cook, you know, fucking um, take the ball up one, and then you have Appy come through, and then you have Damian Cook again. Like, imagine them just going like being hooker for each opposite set, each opposite fucking play. Like, it just would have been fast. Defensively, that would have been the question mark, obviously, but I think they could have fucking... They're both defensively pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah it's just... It's hard, it's hard to say, but... I, don't I think definitely you, don't think you could leave him out. 
Yeah, I don't think he can rob him of a spot if he's warranted. Yeah. Like, I don't think. Push comes to shove. New South Wales will do that. Obviously, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully he does actually, because that way he keep playing for Penrith. But yeah, um, back to back to the point. Like I don't, I don't think Penrith will be too far gone. To be honest, I don't think much will change. No, I don't think so either. I think um, I think they I think they're going to enter the realm of Melbourne and, and, and Sydney Roosters. Yeah, just they might not be as good, but no. as dominant. Or but they have a very very um, good defensive culture. I feel like yeah. that's what wins them. That's what wins them games. They lo- they're losing Brad Naden too. They'll see play too. Yeah, but, but like, he's not. He's in and out of there. He's in and out, and I think because last year's discrepancy that probably took him to be in and out. Of the season, yeah. so I think yeah, I just think that uh, I think Penrith will be in the top four for as long as Nathan Cleary probably plays. They'll be winning the premiership as long as they don't play Tyrone May. <laughs> 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 now you know what? I'm not a fan. Like I love all the Panthers boys, but I don't really see a position for him on the floor. Like he doesn't, he doesn't create much. Yeah, he doesn't create much for the team. He's not a he can't run the ball really well. He must be He doesn't something. have a kicking game. There must be something he does. And also I don't I'm not a fan of Charlie Staines either. No? No. No, no I like him as a person. Like he's yeah. he's a good he's a good guy, but like he's he just doesn't do it. Like he There's a reason why he didn't play. Because at the start of the season he was a fill it was a shoe in every season. They let go of the source for him. Yeah. You know, so obviously there must be a, I think letting go of the source would have been if we win the comp would have been wouldn't have been a bad option either because you look at the source, he's a bit bit inconsistent under the high ball. I think he's been a great well, he's pan- inconsistent. I think he's been a great Panther though. We like, proved that when we versed South there when he was playing. I think he's been a great Panther though. Like he's he's done a lot for Penrith and like he he didn't he didn't want to leave. So that, that shows me that he was loyal to the soil. In a sense, but yeah, like it's fucking. It would have been hard for him, you know. It, like the way Staines was playing at that time. Yeah, you know, but he he barely had to play defense. Yeah, because when he was playing, he was playing against shit teams. Like he played against Cronulla, where he put four on Cronulla. Like fuck. Yeah, know, like it's but easy. to me, he just doesn't do like he's quick, but like if you don't have enough size or footwork about yeah. you, like and he's a fullback too. So I wonder how he would go at fullback. Yeah, and he played. He played a couple of times. Games. You know, I did, was not happy to be honest. Yeah, his kick returns aren't too crash hot. You know, his decision-making isn't the best. He's not really a good ball player. And that's, like, something that's imperative. That's, what, like, every great team has a good um, ball-playing fullback, really. Absolutely. And, like, it, like, it's funny. We probably don't have a great ball-playing fullback. But Edwards does everything else really good. Mm. Edwards is probably a player that I didn't think was that But good. at least he runs the ball well. He, return, he, re- he returns, yeah. Too, like, like he's pretty built. Like he's built what more people think. And I just think, as a Penrith fan, I didn't think he did a lot for us. From and then when he got injured and we didn't have a clear cut fullback, it showed me how good he was. Like how good he was. Like yeah. how. Like I think Critic did a pretty decent job. I would have him at fullback. Critter. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't get involved enough. And when you, he does, he's. Well, where are you going to have Edwards? Yeah, well, exactly. That's that's what that's what you suck. And with. I think now that we've won a comp with that, you got to put Critter. At centre, and I think that's what they're going to do next season. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Like when um, when Cleary didn't play yeah. this year, I feel like Burton should have been in the halves. Hundred percent with Luai. Hundred percent because every time they did, they won. Yeah, and it was it was more organised, more structured. And, the and reason, then Crit- the reason why Crichton Ivan, should have been in the fullback. The reason why I said Ivan because they put Tyrone May there is because Luai and Tyrone May played twenties and they want to comp together there. But I don't care. He's not as yeah, good. That doesn't mean Tyron nothing. Tyrone is not as good as Matt Burton. No, not a so chance. So play your best players. Keep Tyrone May on that fourteen role. At least he's at least he'd no, be. Just keep him off the team list. 
that's what, look, that's what I would do at the end of the day. But like, not, it's neither here or there. Like, look, at the end of the day, we won the comp with him in the fourteen. You know, we so obviously he did something. Like some of the games, like against Parramatta when Cleary was out, he actually played a pretty decent game. You know, and, and when we played the Warriors when Cleary was out, he actually didn't play too bad. He had a couple of try assists, a couple of, a, a try each game, so he can, he can do a job. I just don't think that fourteen is his role. And if he's not playing in the halves, because he never will, it's not. There's no real spot for him. Yeah. So it's good. I think he could. Leave, I think if he gets another contract offer to go somewhere, take it. Please take it. You know, <laughs> take it. For the love of God. Better for you. <laughs> no, better for you, but better, better for him. He gets to play in a preferred position. But I just think we can build a dynasty. Critter goes back to the left center. You could put Charlie Stains on the wing. But I think this guy, Isaac Targo, Isaac Tago. I, I like him much better than Staines. I think he is very good. I yeah. think he can be. I like I like Crichton on the wing though. Like he's yeah, well, I love him like the kick returns, it, it's you look at it, and he's Cody great Walker, under the high ball. If Cody Walker does that pass to Toto, it's going over his head. Yep. Critter, Critter, he couldn't intercept that. Critter could. And I think that's where they that's why they have him. Because he can play any position, really. Like he could probably play any backline position, yep. apart from six and seven, probably. Even still, he he would probably be a good six. A, ball, a runner, like, he'd be able to be all right. But, like, still, like, fuck. You have to have him closer to the ball. I think that's just a fact. Yeah. Well, last year he got centre of the year. Even, like, like a second fullback almost, you know, yeah. like... Basically what Souths do. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sweep exactly. Him. Sweep back line play. I think he'd be good at that. Mm. And if he can pick up his ball playing ability... Sort of like how Turbo was in the origin. Yeah. Like yeah, a second fullback. Just yeah. let him roam. I think Penrith are going to... Now that they won the comp, they're going to be a bit more free in what they can do. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to... I think if they do that, it's only going to be better. Because Critter is X-Factor. It's written all over him. Yeah. Like, he's like a, he had a big that big play against South, and he had a big play against Melbourne where he got the try. And he had a big game, big play against South um, Parramatta where he had another intercept. So that probably goes over his head. Parramatta might score. They probably would bomb it because, you know, they're pretenders. But fucking, you know, he's, he's that good. I think he's that good. You've got to have him somewhere in the role. Yeah. I think he's cemented his spot yeah. for sure. So I'm going to go last one. Your player of the match of the of the, uh, of the grand final was it Cleary? You reckon today? Yeah, right? for me it's Cleary. I feel like he's just uh, he didn't do anything wrong except for that the where he got fended into the ground by Cody Walker. Um, Mate, that was, I think that was his only. And the best part about it, he said it in the but, the halftime interview. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, like he took it on the, the half time. Yeah. yeah, but like still, that's still on the inside guy. You know, the inside guy's got to push over, so there's no gap. So, but yeah, like he's, I don't think there's anyone in the, in the comp that kicks as well as him and it sort of showed on, um, on Sunday, like every kick he put out got right where it was meant to be. Um, he put people in position where they couldn't do anything really, could they? No, not at all. He just, he just put it, he, he, he put it just where you catch it so you can have your momentum chase to get him back into the in goal, get him out into the touchline. Yeah, yeah. and Like, like, like a metre more, metre less, it might not be. Yeah, well, like there's a few times where I thought it was going too deep and it was going to yeah, go in the goal line, but sit it sits up and, you know, there's nothing there. And even if they don't get pushed back into the in goals, they're playing it on the one metre line. Yeah, and that might be sometimes just just as bad. And just Yeah, exactly. Because the pressure they, they stuff in. Now they get up to 20 metre mark to kick it back. If Edwards catches it on our 40... You know, he probably gets a 10, 15 metre there. We're back into the goal. We're back into the attack. And I think that's how we won the game. We just yeah. didn't let up. Yeah. And we would have fit a team too. I don't care. We were much yeah. fitter than them. Yeah. That's why we won the comp. We would have been, we were the fittest team in the comp for the whole season. But the past two seasons, we were the fittest team in the comp. And I think that's why we won the comp. I think if we didn't, but if we didn't win it this year, we would never win one. That's my opinion. Yeah. Because it just would have been too much mentally on the boys. 
But in saying that, full credit to him. I think if 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 Cleary wasn't the player of the match, because I think you know the more I assessed the game, he was definitely the best player in the field, and he, he controlled it. If it wasn't him, who would be your Clive? Um, uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I feel like I, everyone I, played good. I don't think anyone played bad. Yeah, by one. Um, and but. Uh, I could go either way. Like I feel like Dylan Edwards played really well. I think Dylan Edwards was really, really good. I'd give it to Matt Burton, just because he had two really, he had two really good plays. Like obviously that try, but that that uh, that tackle he got on Paulo and pulled him out, and then he he did pretty good in, in you know getting back into return. You he know, kept, get us he into kept the field. Campbell Graham quiet. You know, and he kept him quiet, and he's a much underrated defender, and he's not a center. That's the crazy part. He's yeah. not a center. This is the first time he's ever played center in his life. So I think I think he probably could have got you know the Clive. Saying that, Bulldogs have got himself a gem. Like, yeah. he's going to be a gun. I think Gus threw some more money at him. Yeah, he did. Because he realised, I think he was contemplating maybe backflipping, which would have been fantastic for us. But in saying that, if you want to play if you want to play your halves, the Luai-Cleary combination is just too good. Yeah. And I think I think Burton's a better play than Cleary. Luai, sorry, not Cleary, Luai. But I just think their fit's much better. Yeah. And, and it's hard they to see They just complement each other. I don't think there's any replacing them. It's hard to see him go, obviously, but I do hope he... I hope he actually has a pretty good season. Obviously, with Kurt Capel, you know, I think he was really been really good for us. He's consistent. He just gets the job done. He's tough. And then uh, Brent Naden, obviously, you know, whatever he played, he had a strike on and he had a bit of X yeah. factor. I wish he got more time. Yeah. I, I, I thought he, he could have played at wing and then he could have put a credit at centre and then dropped Momorowski because I think Momorowski... Yeah. Through the finals, I didn't yeah. rate him. Yeah, I don't think Monroski did a lot, but in saying that, he defensively didn't really fuck up that much. Yeah. So I think that's why they had him on the team. But yeah, I just think I, I would have given it to Burton. Offensively, he fucked up plenty, to Terrible. be honest. He couldn't <laughs> catch a ball. Like he, like yeah, and he was he got that ball in the centre and he was too worried about getting the quick one away. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to take a hit, you know. I'm just, yeah, I'm not too sure yeah. with, with where he does, but obviously at the end of the day, he's a fucking champion and we're not. So, well, not yet. <laughs> not yet, so... That's that's the wrap up. I think Penrith deserved it this year. I think they deserved it just based on the fact that all in the past two years they've been the best team, like consistently as a whole, they've been the best team. So I thought they deserved it. What about you? You reckon they deserved it? Like yeah, you actually think they deserved I don't it? think I don't think anyone can question that they, they didn't deserve it because no, I think last it. year Melbourne they they obviously deserved it, but like Penrith had a better team the whole season. Yeah, they just had the experience. Yeah, Melbourne had just been there before. Yeah. And I think now Penrith, we're only going up and up. Yeah. Like, we're not declining off of this. Yeah. This wasn't our peak, I don't think. Like, I feel like it's you're just going to keep riding this wave. Right. Early premiership favourite for next season. If you, if you say who who would win the comp next Penrith. season right now. Penrith? Yeah. I think if it's not Penrith, it'd be Melbourne. And I think the Smokey, Smokey, Roosters. Roosters, yeah. Well, Roosters with all the health they're going to get. Yeah, their team and back. I think, I think South might drop out of the four. Roosters going to that four. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Roosters are definitely back in there. But guys, that is the wrap up of the of the NRL Grand Final, guys. I do hope you guys appreciate all the content coming your way. It was a great time to have Mossy back on board. Thank you guys for listening. You will hear a little bit more in the outro. But guys, thank you for listening. It's been a great time. Thank you so much.